0: All You Need To Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 26th of April. Here's everything that you need to know. First pilots at Air India have sought Ratan Tata's intervention in resolving an issue related to their salary and service conditions. In a petition signed by a little over 1,500 Air India pilots, the community alleged that the pilots' concerns are not being heard or addressed by the current HR team. All of this relates to the revamped compensation structure that was rolled out by the company for its pilots and cabin crew on the 17th of April. This has been rejected by the two pilot unions at Air India on the grounds that the airline did not consult them before finalizing the new contracts. Quite a bit of corporate news to tell you about today. First, Adani Ports and SEZ's decision to buy back bonds will see it reduce its debt well before the notes are set to mature in July 2024, according to S&P Global Ratings. After a board meeting on Monday, the ports operator announced plans to purchase an outstanding $650 million of 3.375% senior unsecured notes, that's the coupon of those notes. It will pay around 1065 crore rupees out of its cash reserves for the bonds in the first tranche of the buyback. S&P Global has said that the final buyback amount will depend on the company's liquidity position and market conditions. In earnings, Bajaj Auto's net profit fell by 2% in the fourth quarter, but was ahead of estimates at 1,433 crore rupees. Its revenue also rose more than expected by 12% to over 8,900 crore rupees. The company said that better foreign exchange realization, judicious pricing, and a richer product mix helped offset the drop in overall volumes Uh, arising from sluggish exports. In other news, the government is reportedly considering widening the scope of the production-linked incentive scheme for steel manufacturing to include more products under it. Capital goods companies that manufacture machinery for the steel industry could be one of the segments that can be included within the ambit of the PLI scheme for steel, according to a source-based report by the Economic Times. The scheme currently only covers specialty or value-added products in the steel sector. The report said that the steel ministry has asked industry representatives for their opinion on what they think should be included and sought their responses by the end of May. Moving on, the Securities and Exchange Board of India on Tuesday barred stockbrokers from pledging clients funds with banks starting the 1st of May. At present, stockbrokers and clearing members pledge clients funds with banks which in turn issued bank guarantees to clearing corporations for higher amounts. The regulator has also said that all existing bank guarantees created out of clients funds should be wound down by the 30th of September this year. And finally, IPCA Labs has defended the deal it announced to acquire stake in Unichem Laboratories. It said that the deal offers more synergies than any other offer in the last five years. Besides, it also said that it would benefit from cost efficiencies as Unichem has multiple spare capacities. The company is also looking at launching its own products from Unichem's capacities And Unicem has a clear compliance record with the US FDA, among other benefits. The clarification from the company came after the stock lost over 10% in trade yesterday when it announced that it would acquire a one-third stake in Unicem for a little over 1,000 crore rupees. Now with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. We've been seeing narrow moves, particularly for the benchmarks, in the recent past, does that range-bound movement continue today?
1: Good morning, Alex. and narrow range, it will be. In fact, there are people who believe that ignore the nifty and just look at the stock-specific movements, not just for today or the next week, but for the next few months. Uh, well, tall claim, tall but let's wait and watch. So um, the U.S. markets might actually have not a bad day today, right, considering the fact that the uh, the... Tech earnings seem to be doing okay. So, we we might have that bit of solace, if you will. And the problem for the market from a bull's perspective is that it is getting sold at higher points of resistance. Bank Nifty, for example, made two unsuccessful attempts yesterday to breach the 42,800 mark, which kind of strengthens the resistance zone in that area, right? So, I think that is uh, what's to be watched out for. In today's session, Two wheeler stocks might have optimism. Crop protection stocks might actually have some pessimism, uh, so that's to be watched out for as well. And a lot of uh, lot of results today. It's a heavy results day today. Starting with Bajaj Finance, the big boy, then Maruti, the big boy, then the life insurance majors in HDFC Life and SBI Life. We have Voltas from the consumer durable space, uh, Kpit Tech from the ERD space. Uh, before LTTs tomorrow is IFL Finance, UTI AMC, Canfin Homes. So it's a bunch of stocks that start to be watched out for and a bunch of result reactions. So sorry, this will be a slightly longer one, but I'll start off with uh, Rallis India. The numbers were a bit disappointing. In fact, quite disappointing, if you will. There's a net loss out there uh, and higher raw material costs coupled with higher OPEX resulted in a negative EBITDA performance as well. The net loss was impacted by weak operating performance and higher interest costs, which was up about 300 percentage points. And you know, if the El Nino impact is felt, then FY24 might also be a difficult year. Now viewers would remember that yesterday, because of weak earnings of AMADA, which is a global pro- cop protection major, uh, UPL was under a bit of stress too. Now we have an agri-related company, Rallis, coming out with numbers which are not the greatest either. So you might actually have some of these crop protection agri-related names be under a bit of pressure today. So watch out for that one. Well, since we are talking about numbers which are slightly weak, let me bring up the weak numbers once again. So Dalmia Bharat, the EBITDA margin was weak because a higher OPEX drove the EBITDA miss. The other numbers, were okay. I mean, the net profit was uh, higher, revenue numbers were uh, higher than estimates. So all of those things were okay, but the, the EBITDA performance was a bit weak. Mahindra LifeSpace didn't have a great quarter either. Revenues were up okay, but there was an EBITDA loss. There was a net profit, which was down 99.61%. And the weakest launches in Q4, uh, 0.4 million square feet versus 1.1 million square feet QOQ spells out how the quarter went for Mahindra Life Spaces. So do watch out for that one. Now the positives, start off with Bajaj Auto, revenues, EBITDA, net profit, all of these things, margins, everything above Bloomberg estimates, which is great news. Now, you know, you, you think about it, what works for Bajaj Auto, Nigeria exports are bottoming out. I think in the Concord also they referred to that. The India two-wheeler and three-wheeler sales are picking up. The Triumph launch in June and EV three-wheeler launch soon also helps the narrative around Bajaj Auto. And with CNG prices down, Bajaj having a dominant market share in the three-wheeler CNG space also helps propel the sales possibly, which is why at least Morgan Stanley is overweight and they've raised the target. Some others like CLSN, Stewart and McIntish have actually cut the targets on Bajaj Auto, uh, fail to understand why, to be honest because this quarter seemed to be the start of good things for Bajaj Auto, I would reckon that the stock could do well. Tata Motors has an upgrade on their ratings from S&P Global, so that might have a good move. Mahindra's EIE most certainly will have a good move. Uh, EBITDA up 35%, revenue up 18%, margins expand, net profit up 72%, and the highest ever margin in the company's history, uh, which is actually really good news. So. Do watch out for this one. Do watch out for Tata consumer products wherein the EBITDA margin was ahead of estimates uh, despite flattish gross margins, which is actually good news. So maybe that one too could react. AU Small Finance Bank could react. Decent numbers. Anand Raj could react. Decent numbers. So lots of things to watch out for today. With this very long uh, update,
0: it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.